0: Hello, welcome to the Self-Learning Podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 15, Organizational Structure of Urban Local Bodies. And we discuss the topic Municipal Finance in the wake of the 74th Amendment. Both 73rd and 74th Constitutional Amendment Act provide for State Finance Commission to recommend financial resources devolution to the urban as well as ruler bodies. The 73rd Amendment Act under Article 243 provides for a State Finance Commission for devolution of final resources from the states to P.R.I.S. The 74th Amendment Act under Article 243 makes a reference to the Finance Commission provided under Article 2431 for looking into financial obligations of the urban local bodies also. Seventy-fourth Amendment Act provides for the Constitution by every state of a state finance commission within one year of the amendment and thereafter every five years regarding the financial resources of local bodies. Unfortunately, the recommendations of the commission are not binding on the respective states, but still the municipalities blame the state government that they are not getting the required finances to run the urban bodies. Now, let us discuss the principles of people's participation. In spite of the 74th Amendment, visualizes the people's participation as one of the main objectives. The people's actual participation in the municipal affairs of the city is still limited. Major cause of this attitude is that people look towards the municipal bodies with inherent suspicion and take it for granted that their problems and grievances will not be taken care of now the next point is private public partnership as most of the municipalities are really the example of bad governance as no private party is willing to shake hands with the municipal authorities private parties also think That to push their project through the municipal authorities is really time-consuming and wasteful. The next one is professionalization. Still, it is a common percept in municipal governance that the garbage disposal or the making provision of basic amenities do not require any specialization and professionalization as such. In this way, the municipal authorities were able to change the mindset of people from regulatory to developmental psychology, which has further supported the professionalism. The next one is political support. It has been the general experience that whenever large-scale reforms are carried out, it leads to lot of resistance. Resistance comes from two quarters. First, from the side of the employees who do not want to mend their working styles and take the shelter of the politician. Second, resistance comes from the people who have vested interest and have even the backing of the politician. Now, let us conclude the unit. The 50 years of urban government in independent India have witnessed a tremendous shift. Urban government is faced with a variety of social, economic, political, psychological, ethical and environmental complexities. The success and effectiveness of urban local self-government depends upon the administrative and local willingness of the state government to accept these grassroots-level government units as their youngest partner at the third tier of the federation. As a consequence of the 74th Amendment to the Constitution, the democracy has been decentralized. The people have been granted active participation in grassroots administration. A new light has been added to urban administration thus urban administration in the country has a long history changing in its nature from local self-government to local body the focus transformed from local self-government to local comment and now to good local government the nagarpalika center legislation that is the 74th constitutional amendment has scattered spatially hundreds of small local governments throughout India. Governments with their respective territorial jurisdictions have been formed. India has thus become a federation of federations. The 74th Amendment has not only constitutionalized the status of urban local government but also improved its life, structure, working and finance. In the view of M. A. Hussein, with a plethora of legislations, ironically, the performance of urban local body instead of improving is widely to deteriorate further. The primary objective of evolving so many legislations was to give power to the people. Instead, a chain of bureaucracy would be created, which in its turn would create problems and dilemmas, inhabiting a smooth working of the much talked Nagarpalika Act. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the Self-Learning Podcast.